This is episode 110. I'm Michael Lobo. You're listening to Just Because the Human Experience podcast. This is part two, talking about our fraternity and what's going on with the drag show. Hope you enjoyed the first one. Please listen to the first one before listening to the second one. I mean, this isn't Lord of the Rings. You could just, you can't just jump in. I don't know if that would make sense if you watch Lord of the Rings out of order or Harry Potter out of order. I don't know. Now I'm blabbing. Um, for this one, things become official. Things become real. It wasn't just talk anymore. And we obviously have a lot of things to get off our chest. How are we the first multicultural-based fraternity, and yet we can't get over our egos or being uncomfortable? And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. I don't remember what was said and when was said because I talked to these five brothers and I really want to thank them for being on. I asked other brothers to be on and they either they couldn't, felt uncomfortable, whatever it may be. I, I'm not holding that against them as their choice, but I do want to thank the five that have, have basically put their necks on the line, their letters on the line to talk and to share their experiences. There are other organizations that either hold drag shows or participate in drag shows. Yet, we, not we in this chapter, but there are men who are so insecure in their masculinity that they can't get over it. So we are being run partly, and that part is the one that holds the power, so it's a lot by old brothers who can't get with the times and who are stuck in their old ways, mixed with young brothers who are too scared to question things, too dumb to question things, or don't know that they're allowed to question things. So I hope the young brothers listen to this and start questioning stuff. I hope the old brothers don't just turn this off and just say, nah, that's Zeta chapter, fuck them. Because then you're still stuck. And that's why this fraternity hasn't grown and only has two chapters outside of California in the, oh gosh, I'm going to do math on the spot, 34 years we've been a fraternity. Hopefully this helps spur some change so you guys can get over yourselves because we are sick and tired. Enjoy. second meeting yeah <laughs> yeah what happened it's kind of devolved into like utter chaos and <laughs> nonsense so with that one he came out again met up at, at his hotel um we all went into his his room or whatever there were a lot of us that were in that hotel room and he was, that was the one where he was trying to like clear the air about everything that had gone on and like help jog your memory. But do you remember some of the, some of the reasons was there's a perception that our chapter is homosexual. Yes. And he said, this is an opportunity for you guys to change that image or perception. Yeah. This is your chance to change it. And I think it was you 
maybe prophetic because I remember I was sitting in between both of you that said, why would we have to change it? Yeah, I definitely recall that part because I think that was prophetic. It was just kind of like, what is there to change? Why do why do we have to change anything? And he's like, well, no, 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 no. You don't have to change anything. I'm just saying, you know, there's this, this uh, perception that Zeta chapter is the gay chapter. And then we address the fact that literally statistically. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you broke down like the yeah. ratio. We counted it out and figured out who, how many and majority wise, we're heterosexual. We're straight um, identifying. Yeah. And so it didn't make sense. It's just the and ones who it, are out doing stuff. Exactly. It was the ones who actually were actively participating in things happen to be the ones who identify as being queer. And I, I just remember now like a big reason why I wanted you on is that um, there was a huge idea that Epic Zeta, they just kind of do their own thing. And I remember, you know, Blitz kind of being cool with it, but I graduated and you were active for a while after I wasn't active. It was fine, right? I feel like it was fine. I didn't hear anything from you because I still kept in touch Mm -hmm. about the other GB. I mean, how was it? Realistically, from the beginning, the whole organization as a whole has always had their own issues. But Uh as far as like Zeta chapter and the events that we put on or, you know, things like that, that's never been, that was never an issue. Mm-hmm. It was always kind of like, oh, okay. They would ask us, what are you guys, you know, what do you guys have planned for this semester? What are you guys working on? Da, 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 da. When is this taking place? And we would always tell them. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere came this whole idea of, well, we need to get permission on this. Mm-hmm. Which always just kind of threw me for a loop, considering that it was like the event that they wanted to get permission on was for a drag show considering there have been plenty of other activities and plenty of events that other chapters have put on Mm -hmm. that were you know parties that turned into what could be seen as immoral where you know nobody has a problem with you know drinking in their letters or nobody has a problem with you know smoking in their letters or you know no kinds of issues with that but all of a sudden when it's like oh you guys are going to be in drag and representing the fraternity that's where we draw the line right so it's kind of like wait what where where is this coming from so and as far as i can recall when it was blitz you know when he was over things i don't recall any of that you guys need to get permission kind of thing it was always kind of like how are you guys doing this? When is it taking place? This is cool with the school. Like, you know, that kind of thing where it's never been like, oh, you need to ask us for permission and governing board needs to vote on this. It's a little convenient if you ask me. All of a sudden. And then the other reason was you were high alpha when when two certain brothers were at ASU. I know where this is going, yep. That was a big chunk of their, their, as in GB and extreme regan that was a big chunk of their their evidence i guess is that the idea that we discriminate against the straight brothers and we don't listen to their ideas because they're not straight and then that's when i asked you what were their ideas so what what was that like from from when those guys crossed I mean, emma and christian yeah so when they 
when they crossed, I was super excited because obviously we, at the time that they were pledging and everything, it was, we were down to bare minimum trying to keep the chapter alive and it was like okay so we have two young guys that are going to be coming in that you know we're gonna uh make sure that they're able to get things in order and so we can you know all move on with our lives <laughs> get the chapter back up and running and be productive and everything i'm trying to think of how to phrase this you phrase however you want for the well for the first semester uh it wound up being for the most part just uh memo and i pretty much uh christian was not really active in anything when i first asked him initially you know when he first crossed hey what's going to be your schedule like so we can you know figure out when chapter meetings are he never got back to me he wound up getting a job he was working at target i was like okay cool you know just let me know what you know what it's going to be like and then we'll kind of figure it out never got back to me. And so eventually it's like, okay, we have things that we need to be doing. I can't, you know, keep waiting for you. So eventually Memo and I just started having a chapter. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll keep you in the loop. I'll post the information up on the Facebook page. You, you know, have access to see that. If you have questions, you can reach out if you're really that concerned. There was really no, no concerns. Until towards like the end of that first semester, then all of a sudden he he did, and I'm going to give his credit, he did, you know, kind of turn things around. He wanted to be more actively involved. So I was like, okay, cool. So he started coming to chapter meetings. Cool. This was towards that, that second semester. Throughout the first semester, Memo and I seemed to be still doing what we could. We're still plotting things out. I was trying to kind of take them through the way that we typically ran things in the chapter from as long as I've been around and, you know, just kind of explaining to them, okay, here's what we do. Here's why we can do this. Here's why we cannot do these certain things because when it kind of came down to me asking them for their input, as far as like events and things like that, we would get, they'd be like, well, let's throw a party. And I'm like, okay, well, we can't really do that as an organization because of policies with ASU. You know, ASU, they're a dry campus. I had to sit through, you know, a whole workshop about, basically just a workshop about, like, here's the things that you can do, here's what you can't do, risk risk management and mm-hmm. risk, yeah. So a whole seminar on risk management and all of that. So they would be like, well, let's throw a party. And I'm like, okay, well, we can't do that. What we can do is, you know, if you want to have a social with, you know, another organization, we can do that from this time till this time. And then after that time, when the event is officially over, if you all decide that you want to have a party after that, then go for it. You know, that's fine. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying as the organization on campus, we cannot, we can't do that. They also wanted to have things like a kissing booth, which I <laughs> remember first being oh. like, first of all, nobody's going to pay to kiss you. Like, I don't know how good, good looking you think you are, but nobody's going to willingly pay money to kiss you. Secondly, they, and I was just like, okay. Um, secondly, obviously from a health perspective, that's not going to be a thing. Like if, 
you kiss somebody that has mono, now all of a sudden you guys are transmitting it to the whole campus. Again, that's going to be something that's going to come back on the organization. We can't afford that. Like, that's not a thing that can happen. Third, I remember specifically saying, okay. so, okay, so what happens if, like, if a guy comes up and decides that they want to pay to, to kiss you? And they're like, oh, well, we won't be doing that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so do you see the the flawed logic in mm-hmm. So it was just things like that. And it was just kind of me trying to nudge them in the direction of, okay, this is why this can't work out. And we should probably do something else. And now if they took that as discriminating against them because they're straight I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Because that, as far as I'm aware, that was the most that ever actually occurred. When I heard that, you know, Regan was saying Christian felt, and and the complaints, you know, Memo just had, we don't listen to him. But it was more Christian that was saying uh, he feels attacked. He feels his ideas are shot down. Sort of accusing the gay brothers for it. I pictured us holding dildos chasing him trying to smack him in the head like what attack did we form in formation no one's gonna waste a dildo on that no one has the time or the energy to do that there's better uses for the dildo the the few times i did (laughs) hang out with christian and this is sort of what i think is a huge hole in their idea because they they were talking to him um, to get a feel for us. Like, what? why aren't they listening to us? Why, why does Zeta Chapter not seem to be getting it? And Christian was feeding them this information. But the times I remember, and I don't know if you hung out more with him, the very few times I hung out with him, it was, um, oh, come on, man, don't be a faggot. Or let's go get some pussy. Or, yeah. man, let's get some bitches tonight and fuck them. Let's get them drunk and fuck them. Yeah. I remember... I remember you talking to him. I remember me talking to him saying, hey, uh, we don't say that. You, First off. You need to cool it with that. That's cool not Second, yeah. if, you, if you still want to be uh, a jerk and talk like that, then do not do it in public while we're out wearing letters. That was the thing. And I, I kept hearing it from multiple brothers, uh, California alumni contacting me saying, well, Christian said you guys did this. Christian said you guys were like this to him. And I was like, do you know he's kind of homophobic? Or if he's not homophobic, he's ignorant as fuck. Like, do you guys know that? They're, they're painting him to be this angel kid when he lost his scholarship, right? If I remember correctly, from going to ASU. Yeah, That's what I've heard. The only other is if, like, he lied because he felt so attacked. I think he lost his scholarship. Because I heard and saw he partied a lot. <laughs> yeah. BPM. So I want to ask you about him. How much did you hang out with him? Not much. I mean, ah, the only time was uh, I went to like a party and that was it. Like that, I mean, we didn't really hang out. I wasn't really involved when they, when they cross mm-hmm. and even in their line, like I was a little bit, but I wasn't um, involved as much. I was completely in the dark with their, uh frustrations and you know okay. things like that well yeah. a lot of the alumni was and i remember because i told um t-rex i said 
I was like, you guys have to say something. Like if you if you're having issues, you have to I'm like, we don't know what's going on. We're alumni. We're we're living our lives. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Trying to keep our jobs, you know, we're trying to advance our careers. And if you don't say anything, we we kinda don't know what's going on. And I think and it, it just sometimes people's perception seems they see things and they get confused with things because they think that we were so on to the three neos now and the thing about it is help was asked i was like t-rex literally did what was said he asked he came to me and so i was involved as an alumni i was involved Mm -hmm. you know what i mean we asked other alumni to come and be involved so that's how we were involved a closed mouth don't get fed you have to say something i think that's why bpm sees it as like we're into these three and weren't into them and it was the thing about it was i didn't think anything was going on communication again no one said anything to me hey what do you think then about bpm or christians accusations that we discriminated against the straight brothers um that the gay queer brothers discriminated against the straight brothers i i like when you heard that think, okay so when i heard it i was I was very dumbfounded because I kept saying there's more straight brothers than gay brothers. And I literally hang out with some of the straight brothers. And I'm like, did you guys feel this way? And they're like, hell no. And I'm like, why would we? I don't know. It was, I honestly think he said it out of frustration, probably being hurt. A lot of times when we're hurt and we're in our feelings, we say things that make kind of no sense we don't get the whole picture or understand the whole thing. And that's what I see it as. I think it was said out of those kind of content. It doesn't make sense because who was around? There was two straight brothers and only one gay brother. What are, what are you talking about? The, you know what I mean? I wasn't around. I'm a gay brother. I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. And when I think of other gay brothers, some of them, I'm like, I definitely know his ass wasn't around. <laughs> So I don't know where it's really legit coming from. And I think it just came from the fact that what what happened was there was him and his big bro and also T-Rex, uh, them two against his big bro weren't really seeing eye to eye. So what yeah. happened was Greg. we ju- justify it as you hurt me. So you probably do it because you're gay. Like we, we take those terms. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he was you he get- trying to reach for some sort of, of reasoning yeah. that's not i'm an idiot valid it because it, it, it didn't make sense i was like what i was like and the thing about it i was like i've never done it to you i've always talked to you i i still do and like recently i hit him up and like when i was at raves like mm-hmm. i hit him up i was like hey i didn't know you were here you know and i don't know and so i just don't understand where that comes from especially when they said we weren't even around i guess when what's his name uh the president was Regan. at yeah when he came down and said that. Yeah, that he was upset about his ideas not being heard. Oh, he felt like. yes. There you go. The ideas. They felt, so one of the issues was that they felt like their ideas weren't being taken, you know. And then I I asked T-Rex, because that was the only one I could really talk to, what ideas are, you know, you guys had that weren't getting listened to? If they're good ideas, one brother is not liking it because there was two of you. And one brother's not liking it. There's alumni. And I can, uh, maybe you were intimidated because that's the older brother. So I was like, but there's alumni that you kind of were cool with. I would assume, like, I was cool with you guys. So were you. And 
you know, other brothers that you could have voiced and said something. And one of the, one of the ideas was um, a kissing booth. And I was like, well, if we say yes, it still won't happen because ASU is going to say no. There's so many liabilities with that. (laughs) I talked to Memo as well. And I, and I kept pressing him for ideas because I really wanted to find out, you know, what was going on. I wasn't trying to trap him in anything. And he was just saying, you know, idea. it was a long time ago. I don't remember. And so I kept pushing yeah. him because I said, I can't go to bat for you if I don't know anything. You exactly. Because you, you, you guys were frustrated and you guys were irritated with the fact. And, it, and we were just like, well, we need to know these ideas that you were trying to ha- make happen because then whoever stopped them you know, which would have been Greg, then we need to address it and address it to him. If he was shooting down ideas that were really good, then we need to say something to him and we will say something to him and we will let him know that that is not okay. You know what I mean? But we need to know. Right. He finally just said, I don't know. It just seems like you guys support these three more than us. And so it seemed like, and I'm speculating because Serena was like, don't, put words in their mouth. So I'm speculating from that, uh, that they were just upset because they feel, or at least memo felt like we support these three more. So it's not really a thing about, yeah, it's not really a thing about he disagrees with the drag show or anything like that. It was just, he felt frustrated. What sucks though is Christian and being the main source of information with Kelly and GB about us is he's kind of painting a picture to older brothers and alumni over there and even undergrads because he's pretty young that we just hate heterosexuals like that we are just over here gaying it up i guess everybody in my pictures is gay that that's my problem if he wants to be boo-boo about it and cry to his dad that's the other thing um no one asked us like hey christian is saying he had these problems What's going on? If my son was, uh, say, being a row and he was complaining about something, I would ask the brothers at the chapter, hey, so what's going on with my son? Like, I I just want to know, is there anything I can do on my side as a dad? Uh, He's complaining about this and this. But that's what I was confused with, too. Dosekis has never said anything. No one communicated to us that they had these issues, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think... But see, I think these issues, the reason why probably his dad didn't say anything is these issues didn't come up until we got into this big fight. Mm. Because what happened was Regan went to Christian, knowing Christian was over here, to talk to him and see how it was. Uh, you're the only brother that has been over there. So mm-hmm. I need you to talk to me. What What's going on over there? You know what I mean? So that's why I can see what probably happened. Then Christian just let out everything that he was feeling. Now we're in this weird limbo of like that happened so long ago. We do need to address it because it happened so long ago, you know, because mm-hmm. it's important. Because if it's just the way you feel, then we need to address that. You can't, I mean, you can only do so much if, you know, and that's why I said I, I it was nice to talk to T-Rex um, and and see where he was at and how he, and yeah, and he, and with him feeling that way, I always reminded, I was like, you know, I'm here because you asked me to be here. Because you said you need help. And I said, yeah, of course I'll help you. Before, 
I, you know, they went, no one asked me for help. So I, I didn't know what was going on. Oh, so then another thing that came up in that meeting was uh, Extreme said, we might make other brothers look bad in their professional jobs if it's found out that mm-hmm. a chapter of that fraternity is doing a drag show. And because some of my brothers don't identify as gay, even though you don't have to be gay to do drag, we should just avoid it to not offend anybody. But then went on to say, I'm hoping to rally the brothers. Do you remember this? To help this other brother. Yeah, was he running for Senate? I couldn't. I can't remember what position he was running for, but I remember it was, he was running as a Republican. And he he said, "Yeah, I'm looking to rally them so we can, you know, as an as a as an organization, we can get behind him mm-hmm. and say this is who we support." I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry, wait, what?" It makes sense if if we don't identify as Republican, you shouldn't use the fraternity's resources and people, just like you don't want to use it for this drag show. But you weren't even doing it; it was going to be us putting it on. Yeah, um, I just remember. I just want to go back to the that meeting in the in his hotel room for a second because I remember yeah. <clears throat> specifically when he was talking about like going back to the perception of the chapter and everything. And I know you'll probably touch on this when you talk to Twala, but Twala was talking about how he didn't feel comfortable around you know some of the brothers in Cali, around most of the brothers, because of it felt like they were like, oh you're gay, we, you know, we're not going to rock with you like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so he felt extremely uncomfortable. And so I remember Extreme saying something like, well, no, that that shouldn't be the case. And, you know, he basically was just trying to make it seem like, you know, brothers aren't like that. And I was like, I I remember addressing with him at the point, and I was like, I feel like all of us have kind of felt like that. I don't know. I didn't want to speak for everybody. I was like, I know I've kind of felt like that in certain situations, but at the same time, I don't feel like it affected me as much because of the fact that when I've had to interact with those other brothers from the other chapters, I was always around some of you guys, like some of, you know, some of Zeta chapter was always there. So it was kind of like, okay, well, whatever. I, you know, I got my, I got my Zeta chapter with me. I don't really need to deal with that. It feels like more so, that they didn't embrace us or accept us as much as they tolerated us. And I was like, there's a, there's a Mm. big difference between acceptance and tolerate, you know, toleration. I just remember that that happening because it was going back and forth for a while about the whole, well, you guys can change that perception that they have of you guys. And it was like, but see, that's the thing. We don't need to change any perception. We don't care. However they look at us is however they look at us like that. Mm. It doesn't affect us. If you guys have an issue with it, that's on you guys out there. That's not on us. That was just a fun night. Yeah, I was going to ask if you had or if you were comfortable sharing. Every time, not I don't want to say every time, a lot of times we would go out to Cali, faggot would be dropped like nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't be gay would be dropped like nothing. Yeah, as a newer brother, I was thinking, I, I can't say anything. I'm a newer brother. But then, mm-hmm. you know, the bigger the chapter got, you said it exactly. I would just look at you guys. We'd all just trade a look and then whatever. At least we're together. They'd always try to throw a party whenever we were out there. And it was, a, we're going to get bitches. There's going to be so many bitches tonight. We go, oh, okay. Is there yeah. going to be food? 
I don't know. <laughs> is there, are we going to eat, though? Like when? They're going to be egg rolls because I'm <laughs> down for the egg rolls, and I don't really I don't know why you guys are so excited about bitches. Bitches? Like I, I How mean, many I like dogs puppies, are you able to I, get? <laughs> yeah, I, I like puppies. They're cute, but I don't, I don't understand why you need to bring them to a party. I don't know. Like, I didn't know we were doing like a dog adoption. 10 p.m. is a weird time to be doing a dog adoption. Really there. weird. Uh, your apartment even does your apartment even allow this many pets? Are you, are you licensed to do this? No, something <laughs> sounds like like this is going to be Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background, waiting to happen. This whole thing it just fucking pisses me off. It's bullshit. And I, Screen was like, "What if they sue you? Like, what if there's legal ramifications?" I said, I don't know if they would do that. What's that? I said, for telling the truth? Slander. I don't know the rules with slander and like libel and (laughs) shit like that. But I mean, yeah, it's the truth. It's not like I'm I'm making stuff up. That's what I'm saying. It's not like we can just, not like anything that we're saying right now can be disputed. This is all, this, these are things that happened. Mm -hmm. These are events that happened. These are things that were said. We have plenty of witnesses around who can confirm these things happen. He came out and visited again. That was when we started doing drag. Like that was when we had already proposed the drag show. They cut it off and then he came out and visited, which didn't make any sense to me because I didn't see an issue with them hosting a drag show because all the active brothers that were here or brothers that were active with the chapter, not the actives, none of us were against it. And we were all like, yeah, let's do it. Who cares? This would be a good thing. It gets our, our Neos out doing an event. They're already excited to do stuff. When GB learned that we were going to do a drag show, it went it went crazy. California brothers were like, no, we're not fine with that. There were people saying they weren't fine with that. Yeah, a lot and of then, And then Extreme came out and visited with us, and he's like, hey, hold off on doing this. Let's. I know that we had sat down, like we had gone to lunch as a bunch of, a bunch of us met up. We have a few options that we could do. Mm-hmm. We could not do the drag show. We could do the drag show. And, or we could say, we'll just play this game. And if they vote, if they say, no, you can't have a drag show, we'll do it anyway. Because we as a chapter had said, this isn't a problem. This shouldn't be a problem. I remember that Jim, he said that the Constitution, when they had rewritten the Constitution years ago, mm-hmm. that we had said we're not going to discriminate against anything. But Extreme's like, no, that's not specifically in the Constitution. So I remember that meeting in July, and it stood out because there's a lot of brothers right in our chapter about 20 something yeah and we it's very rare for us to all agree on something whether it's it's religion or politics or tv shows whatever whatever it may be it's really hard for us to agree and so to have i remember it was 
you, Greg, Jeremiah, Josh, myself, Dominic, AJ, all of us were the ones in that room. We all agreed, except for Darius, that we should have been allowed. And then I went, I met up with and texted other brothers, you know, Amir, Tim, Joshua, Frankie, Matt, all brothers who, who are active, in, either very active or left as soon as they crossed, old, young, straight, gay, whatever. They were confused as well. Ivan, right? We asked yeah. Ivan too, Chris. They were confused as well as to, as to why we aren't allowed. So I remember that really standing out in that, wow, we never fully agree on something. And we finally found one thing we agree on. It was a, a almost a universal acceptance of let them do this. And the ones that said they didn't care, like there were ones that were like, well, I don't care if they do it or not. Like I'm not involved. They're the actives. It, it didn't make sense. And when we had that meeting with Extreme, mm-hmm. and he said that we had a we had some brothers that didn't approve of how we were running the chapter. At that moment, we were, most of us were confused because we were like, (laughs) who is he talking about? We ended up figuring out who he was talking about because he wouldn't, he didn't tell us who it was, but we figured it out. For a while leading up to that meeting, he he kept, it was like a hint, like someone disagree or whatever. Someone doesn't, you guys are discriminating against one brother. And then we found out it was Christian who were making these complaints. He left Arizona because he flunked out of ASU pretty much. Yeah, he lost his scholarship. So he, yeah. told, so he told us, yeah. And it's understandable, like, you flunk out of school or whatever and you have to go back home. Things then come up saying, oh, we had discriminated against him or we were bullying him or whatever. I don't remember us doing any of that. And so, no, so everyone was like, what is this dude talking about? You know, I wanted you on because, you know, you were, dis- you were district director and you were going back and forth between us and GB. Another big reason is you're straight. And so the whole thing they, that Regan was trying to spin was not everyone identifies as gay, even though I kept telling him, you don't have to be gay to do drag. You could be straight yeah. as hell doing drag. And so I thought, I thought it would be important to have you on as a straight brother so I don't just have all uh, gay, queer, bisexual brothers just speaking on it, that it, it goes beyond that. Yeah. I had never been exposed to, like, a drag show. Like, I've never been to a drag show. I've never... I don't watch RuPaul's drag show. I've, I'm not... I don't I just don't do any of that. But my view on drag is I don't care if people do it. It's their prerogative. Who cares like what people do? These these guys who are wanting to do the drag show, they're my fraternity brothers. I'm going to support them because they're the actives of our chapter that are at the school. I've never been like, well, I can't hang out with you because you're you're gay. And like when that came up of we need to have more heterosexual brothers or that we were discriminating against a straight brother. I'm like, I'm straight. 
I've been straight the whole time. <laughs> that whole saying, like, we need to have more heterosexual brothers, the majority of our chapter's heterosexual. The people that are active with the chapter at the time might have been homosexual or not heterosexual or whatever, however people want to identify themselves. It doesn't matter what your sexuality is. We're running a chapter. Who cares? You have to put on events. And they were like, this would be a cool event to do. I didn't know that Effie did drag until that point. And I was like, oh, that's cool. A brother does drag. Now I'll be exposed to this. I was looking forward to it, seeing how, like, what it is. And I don't know the history of drag or anything. I've, I've done only a little bit of research to know the history of it. But it's just, I was never exposed to it. I never was, like, interested in, like, doing it myself or anything. But since since this point, I have found out that people do drag for multiple different reasons. So I was just always confused why governing board was so against the California. Some of the California brothers were so against drag, Mm -hmm. especially when we already have multiple gay brothers in the fraternity as a whole. And we have a, I think we have a transgender person in the fraternity, like where she, she, when she crossed, she identified as male, but now she identifies as a female. And that's part of like our fraternity's history. So it's not like a, I just don't understand why it's a big deal. And you said something, you weren't aware of it, you weren't, you didn't know anything about it, but you were willing to go, go to it once you found out a brother was involved. And I think that's the cool thing is that we all come from different places and we all do different stuff. We're exposing each other to different things that I wouldn't have even fucking gone to had I, had I not had a fraternity brother who, who, who does either this art form or eats this kind of food. You know, when we say we're, we're a multicultural fraternity, that's what I think it is i think it's us introducing each other to different things as long as it's not hateful or hurting anybody else we should be able to do it and that was i mean that was a lot of our arguments even even my personal arguments with with extreme uh regan if we say we're multicultural why why aren't we doing it and it kept yeah. going back to some brothers feel uncomfortable with it. So that's not what we were founded on. And then being gay is a choice. It finally came up. You had a huge reaction when um, Regan says, I want to rally the fraternity behind this guy running for public office. He's running as a Republican. And I remember you exploding. I'm not Republican. But you just went off. I remember that upset you because... I mean, I don't know why it upset I can guess why, <laughs> but if you want to share. But- if you're going to say that things are a choice, we're multicultural, like when I joined and what I was taught, at least how Arizona views multiculturalism is it's every facet of a person. We don't care that you're gay or straight, white or brown or black or or type of religion or whatever age 
I felt like that was just an offense to what our fraternity stood for on multiculturalism because you're against pretty much everything that mm. what multiculturalism is about at that point. Like yeah. if you identify yourself as a Republican party member, because that party stands on the grounds of being white so since you're in a good mood. So he visited a second time. So we were all there, went to his room again. What happened from your perspective? Oh my God, the conversation was just... It, first of all, the irritating thing was he tried to play neutral, but he didn't. He came in with an agenda of like being against it. But he was throwing the fact that, oh, I'm with you guys, but then kept going against it and then mentioning other brothers. And I'm like, well, if you are for it, why can't you help communicate that to those brothers? Yeah. Why are you sitting here telling us that it's wrong and it's bad and it, you know, we shouldn't be doing it? It'll make our fraternity look a certain type of way. And I'm like, aren't we multicultural? And that's the same thing with the thing of like, we need to recruit opposite from who we are. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God. And then what was said that our chapter is seen as the gayest and i'm like oh you fucking idiots there are more straight brothers than gay brothers yeah so he said and i this is one of the parts i want to highlight is um this is our chance to change the perception of the chapter to which we all in the room said what do you mean what perception and he said you know that you guys are predominantly gay that you're the gay chapter to which then we all said more majority straight. Legit. I think I think maybe almost double, I think. Yeah, I think uh, you may be right. I was sitting in between you and Greg. Uh you got pretty upset at that. Greg got pretty <laughs> upset too. There was it'll make some brothers look bad in their jobs. Oh my god, cuz a brother was running for or is running for a Senate, a Republican, and yeah. I'm like He's running as a Republican. Our fraternity is not Republican and it's not Democrat. I'm proud that he wants to do that and he can go ahead and do that. But my representation does not have anything to do with him. If Mm -hmm. that's the case, then he, if that's an issue, then you need to de-letter yourself. If that's legit an issue in your workforce, you need to de-letter or get away from the organization. If you find that is an issue in your work and see, now, now, now the thing was passed where you can't fire uh, someone good. for being, uh-huh. you know, now, now we're okay with it. Now we're okay with it. Yeah. The thing that really bugged me was he said, you know, not, not everyone identifies as gay. So some people have problems with drag, which you were like, fine, they can have a problem with it. That's fine. And he said, so I don't want to do this. And then a few minutes later, he said, I want to rally the fraternity to support this Republican brother. It makes no sense that you don't, if you want to be safe about the image of the fraternity, sure. But you need to be consistent across the board. If we're not going to do drag, we should not be representing or helping brothers run for politics. You know what I mean? Like we should be consistent. If you don't want to step out of line too much or whatever, one way or the other, then don't do shit. So the, the result of that meeting was you guys wait until the summit in the fall and then oh my god you present 
<laughs> you already know where I'm going. You present uh, to the whole fraternity. We'll we'll vote on it Mm-mm. for approval. Present why you should be able to do, to do a drag show. And what drag and we is? Will, we um, will approve it or disapprove it. Right. So, so what what was irritating is because I don't think and oh my god I want to punch the shit out of some other brothers because they kept they were like you got your fucking drag show you you got this and I'm like no. Oh, I was like, you, you're not getting it. We were told to come to get approval, not to educate. There are two different things. Mm-hmm. To tell someone to come and educate is one thing. That means you're just going to educate the, the group of your subject. That I feel like drag. we would gladly do, though. Yes. I feel like we would have said that. Mm-hmm. If you would have said, come and just educate. But when you say that you need to come and let us know why drag is multicultural so that way we can approve it or disapprove it then it becomes not important because Mm -hmm. you can disapprove it and then because we got butt hurt and in our feelings then we were told that oh see we gave you the drag show but now no brother can do drag and i was just like that's like if i do a dance performance i put on a dance show and I can't perform dance. I'm like that. that Your life. Yeah. Why can't that person be in drag? That makes no sense. Yeah. So they, they said that the November 9th was the summit. What did you know about that day, that whole thing? So they, so they voted on it because we didn't show up. And they, and well, so it was supposed to be in, on fall break in October. That was what oh, I Oh, and then it got, it got extended. It got moved. Like yeah, two weeks before sorry, moved. to sometime in November. So now the undergrads definitely couldn't go, even if they were <laughs> even able if they to wanted go. to. But still, that, that ain't even the, that ain't even the big issue. Right, right. Because, because the big issue is the fact that and 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 to this day, because you had brothers like, what we said they could do the drag show during um multicultural night. And I'm like, oh I was like, oh my God. So you telling me, and that's why a part of me is like we need to just record conversations because people don't say exactly what they, they say what they want to say to certain people. Mm-hmm. And I think what was said to other brothers is that basically we're not coming. When you tell us that you need to approve and disprove something, that's not to come and educate someone. And, oh. that, and that was the biggest thing. That's why no one came because we're not coming. To, we're coming so you can say no. <laughs> you already don't like it. We're coming to do a presentation. And then have you say no to my fucking face? Yes. I just spent, I forgot where it was supposed to be, but hours driving, money driving. And money. You want me to do what? And then your excuse was you can only do a drag show during multicultural night, but no brother could be in drag. And I was just like, what the, now we got stipulations. So it's the same way if you're like, I know you're black, you can't come in here, but you can take your ass around the back Mm-hmm. and go get your food and leave. And then that restaurant gets to say, well, we're not racist. We're still serving black people. Exactly. In the and fucking I, back. And I was like, so how is that equal? And I was just like, oh my God, you black people. It, it's all of you minorities that mm-hmm. ever think that that happens to you. You can't want that. You can't want to be equal because you don't even show it. And I think that's it. That is the worst for me is when a minority oppresses 
minorities because then I'm like, you are worse. You're not worse than them, but like you, you're doing exactly what you know the whites did to blacks or to anybody else, to Latinos and so forth. But you want to be accepted. I almost want to say that's worse because if we're all starting in the it pot is. in the muck. And you're pushing me down? Like, if we started in the same spot. To get up, but you ain't getting anywhere. You ain't getting anywhere. You're just pushing me over. Just because you make more money does not mean racism doesn't exist, and it won't happen to you. And recently, this one girl from Little Mix, it's a UK group. She posted on YouTube. She's a light-skinned black girl. She said there are factors of, like, you being lighter or darker. She said the sad part about it is, overall, it doesn't matter if you make a lot of money. It doesn't matter what level of occupation. It doesn't matter of like how much, what class you in. You still will be discriminated against. They mm-hmm. don't pick and choose because of all that. And she said that she was told during a video with her white counterparts that you are a black girl. The person that was doing the video said you are a black girl, so you have to work ten times as hard as them. I was like, how do you tell someone that? We have brothers that want to be equal and get so upset because I've been seeing it and I've been seeing those brothers that don't like the whole thing when it comes to LGBTQ and whatnot or even drag or whatever because it's a part of it. It's a culture. It's kind of part of it. And they don't like anything to deal with that, but they're so adamant about yelling at people about you not understanding police brutality. You're not understanding mm-hmm. systematic racism. And I'm like, you can't, you can't fight that fight. Because the people that only fight that fight are people that really want equality throughout everywhere, not just because you're uh, black. (sighs) My biggest issue was that you won't accept drag on its own as long as it's in the middle of all this other stuff. That way, yeah, that way you're like, well, we're not supporting drag fully. We're just letting everybody perform. We have drag as a performance piece in the show so every time brothers are like why are they bitching we let them do drag no no you let us have a piece of the pie you did not let us have the whole pie oh my god and that sounds just like the white people that be saying why are they upset right why are they upset we let that like they get to do this what's happening right now and and, but then you get upset yeah but then you black brothers get upset then the second piece is no brother can perform at Multicultural Night in drag. It was such a slap in the face. Um, to, to that brother that would, that's his culture. That's what he does. That's like anybody that whenever we put on events, a lot of the events cater to what we know because we have some knowledge of it. So we're presenting it. It's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a lawyer, right? And I've got to put on this event for other orgs and I'm going to present about law. No, you can't do it. Have someone else do it. But I know about it, and I'm, I'm able to do it. No, don't. You right. should have someone else do it. Why? When it's not necessary, when you have the knowledge. The only how and, you go out of that is when you're trying to expand the knowledge or you're looking for someone to, who knows more than you. Right. But if they know it and they have a hand in it, why can they not showcase their culture they're mm-hmm. multicultural since they're supposed to be a part of this organization and they're supposed to show that this is who they are extreme visited because everyone was boo-boo we met up with regan in his uh his hotel room what were your 
again, your thoughts, feelings as that night. He made excuses. Excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. Must I go on? Excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse because all that was was fucking excuse. And I'm going to call it out because later we're going to, I'm going to hop back into the future. We're about to go into the future real quick. All right, time Later on, I'll call his ass out on this shit and he admits to all the shit and then wants to deny when anyone else is around. But I'll call him out on it and he admits to it, him being called out on every fucking thing. But once again, we're going to go back into the past again. All right, let's come but back to the past. <laughs> it's all excuses. I have never heard so much excuses out of one person's mouth. Like, I thought I was listening to a child. Do you remember any of the, uh, how did you call it, excuses? Do you remember, <laughs> were there any that, that stand out in your head? as He gave out an excuse about explaining, extending our pledging because he felt like our pledging wasn't accurate enough, even though his dad wasn't even there for it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I already said I called this bitch out on all this shit and I'm going to keep on calling him out. And if he doesn't want to accept it in front of people and accept his shame, I will surely make sure that your shame is let out. Mm-hmm. Um, he went calling out an excuse for brothers being can be in drag because last time I checked, and this was brought up during the meeting, we have a transgender brother. Additionally, he brought up excuses for not being able to find housing for me, he brought up excuses for why people couldn't even talk to me because we haven't seen each other when you all live in California. <gasps> Wouldn't that be more of a reason if there's someone you haven't seen for you to go sit at their fucking table and just be with them for two hours? What other <laughs> <laughs> like what other like, excuses? Uh, I'm done. He gave out excuses. He gave out excuses for everything. Anytime we made a statement, he'll give out an excuse. Mm-hmm. It was to the point when, like, I stopped making statements because that dude would literally make up excuse after excuse after excuse. Once again, I'm about to just go ahead and keep comparing him. He I, sounds like Donald Trump giving out motherfucking excuses. That's who it pops in my head. I'm like, wow, like, this guy's. I'm sorry, I hate to go to to that, but you sound he sound like it. I can't help that he sound like it. the the arguments he he was making didn't make sense. They don't know shit about the chapter. They're just trying to make up statistics so they can support, support their claims. And we were told to, to recruit heterosexual brothers. More, You guys need to recruit more heterosexual brothers. You guys got to do it. Like we know when there's a straight guy in front of us and when we know there's a gay g- guy in front of us. All unicorns, just raise your hand, please. And all straight men, can you raise your hands? Unicorns, you can leave. Can all the straights come no. forward? please gays take a step we've met our gay quota get back (laughs) like sorry we have enough gays for this one wait till we all graduate then we'll 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 gay it up again (laughs) we will gay it up again i mean and so the the thing that came out of that meeting was for us to wait to not plan anything and then in the fall there will be a summit i was on gb at the time and so i suggested asu's fall break so you guys could go a couple weeks before it was it was changed they changed the date yep and i was part of that because i was part of ngb today and i kept telling them don't change the date because that's the only time we could actually go out there and they still refuse because and i want to give no i want to tell them this because this is actually quite important and to show the bullshit that we are dealing with they literally changed the date because california brothers couldn't make it not arizona brothers because California brothers couldn't make it. Even though there's multiple California brothers out there, but there's only a few Arizona brothers that could go out there at certain times. Yeah. Just want to make that statement. 
and we're farther out. If the people who are farther away are like, hey, this is the only time we can come, why wouldn't you accommodate the Arizona? Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so how did, how did you feel about that? I, would, I don't even want to call it a compromise, but that situation of you guys present and then we'll approve or disapprove. How did you bullshit, feel about that? Complete bullshit, like I said, with the whole Black Lives Matter. Since he wants to bring up Black Lives Matter with this conversation, we'll get there in the future once we get to the future. <laughs> the future and yep. and, <laughs> but there's no connection to the whole Black Lives Matter movement and how, oh, we're educating people right now about everything. No, you have heard constantly from multiple African-Americans that we are not educating you. You need to educate yourself. And once again, our number one pillar is what? education so what should you be able to do by yourself educate yourself we got computers we got phones they kept trying to convince us and saying that we need to educate them like we're we're some teachers you ain't paying me that and even if you were paying me that that's not enough for me to educate you because you should be able to educate yourself we are in 2020 go back to it, it was 2019 even i don't give a fuck don't expect me to do it because why am I educating someone who should be already educated on this? And if you're not educated on it, what's so painful about picking up a book and doing it yourself? That's what we do daily when we need to get through daily lives. But when you're making us jump through a hoop of presenting this thing that you could easily look up, uh, that's when I feel like a lot of us disagreed. I'm going to say not a hoop, hoops. Many hoops. hoops, yes. There were there like, were many, many hoops, yes. Hoops. <laughs> Let's not give them that benefit of a hoop. It wasn't, yeah. You're, you're being asked to present about drag and, and whatnot, and then the brothers will vote. At first, I thought about it. I mean, I guess originally I was like, okay, presentation on drag. I get it. Like they if, if they if they feel like they're not they're not educated enough about it to make a decision just saying yes, like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But when it came down to the fact that they're like, oh, y'all have to come out to California and present to us. To me, at that point, it felt like all mental warfare and a trap, to be honest. Like, to me, it felt like it was going to be like, no, we're going to bring you here. We do this presentation or whatever. Or we have this conversation. And then it basically get brushed off the table and off the docket like, like, like it did. You know what I'm saying? And then it would just basically be like a ha ha ha. You've been made an example. Don't try to defy us again type shit. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not here for this. You're not going to make an example out of me when I have nothing to be ashamed of. When I have no problem. I was like, it's like, that's fine. You don't want to do the drag show. That's perfectly fine. Because I still have Herberger Institute, ASU, and different student organizations asking me to host and coordinate their shows. So it's not like I needed to have a show here. It's not like I was right. begging for whatsoever. Because I definitely have one. You know, it was for me, I was like, this doesn't sound right. I was like, this don't sound like it's going to end up good. I was like, the based off of like how... Regan had, A, treated, I guess I would say how he treated me, but then also just, like, the way he would act, the way he would try to, like, use certain verbiages to seem like he was trying to demean us or, like, you know, just different things that kind of all helped collate to this idea that I'm like, mm -mm, this isn't it. I was like, I feel like he's the type of asshole to be like, oh, yeah, like, we'll hear you out. And then be like, no, you have nothing to say. This is why we're not doing it next movement, like, next, next piece of the agenda, as we saw. Yep. They said you guys can call in. How did you feel about that then? The whole call-in situation, I was like, I guess that's fine. I was like, if y'all still, like, if that's the medium, we're going to go with. I have something, another layer that I just thought about from the previous question that applies to this too is like, I was like, I felt like, I guess that was more of a com more comfortable option for me. I was like, at least if you're going to be an asshole, I don't got to be in front of you. I ain't got to be in California. I don't have to spend money 
finagle and figure out ways to get all the way to the freaking bay san francisco area when last time i like when that's a 14 hour drive and they're sitting here telling us oh we'll help you get here and get y'all a rental car when last time i checked none of us were old enough to drive a freaking rental car they're saying they were going to get us flights or buses because a rental car was the most effective thing like the most financially effective thing for the uh, for the organization okay but how do you expect us to get there with a rental car if none of us are old enough to even register a rental car in our name I was like, and then on top of it, they're like, well, then if Archangel can go, then Archangel can go. I was like, but how unfair is it for him to have to drive the whole 14 hours there and 14 hours back? Because by law, none of us can be behind the wheel of that car. So I'm like, like if what? anything were to happen, yeah. Right. I was like, so I don't understand. Like, y'all are sitting here saying that we're choosing not to come or we're choosing to be difficult when y'all are not helping either. Y'all make it seem like we're just being, oh, you know, boo-boo to fool and shit trying to play games. Like, no, we're literally, like, we were trying to be as toe for toe and as 50 50 as possible but when y'all started to get try to be like nah y'all obviously 50 is too much y'all need to tile it down to a 30 but we're gonna scale our shit down, our support back by 30 that don't get nobody nowhere that just puts us farther apart from each other when i was like with that whole call thing i was like like i said i was just more i guess i was more comfortable on that end i guess if that's what they wanted to do that's what they wanted to do or whatever but i still felt like it was going to be a waste of time like this is not gonna get us anywhere i don't feel like especially seeing as how like you had said especially seeing as how you had been on the gb calls you had been trying to work with them for years and it's like a lot of the same toxic masculinity and same mindsets we're still in power we're still systemically keeping in these toxic mentalities and ways of like ways of life and ways of quote-unquote recognizing people when they're not even recognizing the whole person they're being selective about their people about not only the identity markers but the identities that these people and individuals claim in our fraternity that whole phone situation i was like this is still going to be probably a hot crock pot of shit but yeah. at least going to be have to deal with it there in the moment we already had an idea of how things were going because we were still having a lot of pushback from GB. And so we were like, we're not going to drive to SAC, do this vote, which shouldn't even have been, been needed to get voted down. And we're going to be pissed off. Like none of us are going to want to hang out with these guys afterwards. I definitely would have not wanted to drive 12 hours, gone to a meeting in the morning, and then voted on, hey, uh, you guys can't have a drag show. We're now 12 hours from home. I'm pissed off, and I'll have to drive 12 hours back. Was not going to happen. We ended up saying none of us were going to come up there. We need to do it over a conference call. They were like, well we want to we want you to present and we're like we're not driving up there but we'll give as much of a presentation as we can but at this point in time effie had noped out of Mm -hmm. this whole thing he was very pissed off he was not having it and because effie is the one who's most involved with drag and knows the most about it he was not very forward with wanting to do a presentation. He's like, I wasn't going to be able to present. Rode really wasn't going to be able to present. I was able to get him onto the call. The problem that happened was November 8th. Yes, it's mm-hmm. the day before the summit. The good thing is I have this 
the document oh. in front of us. So I, I remember yeah. Regan called me late on the 8th because they had like a get together with because everybody had shown up and a creator showed up. He stated that Rock had wanted to talk at the meeting. At that point in time, I was very concerned because I didn't know what Rock was going to say. But at the same time, this is how I felt and this is how I still feel. Yes, he helped create the fraternity, but it yeah. had been 30 years. <laughs> Things change. I didn't know what he was going to say, but I could. I was hoping he was going to say that he was in favor of this. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going in with very high expectations. What did Regan say to you on the phone then? Just that Salvador just wanted to speak yeah, he the wanted- meeting? He didn't really tell you... He wanted to speak. He was going to speak on the issue that we're talking mm, about okay. of the drag show and everything like that. I got the impression that it wasn't going to go well, mm-hmm. even though Regan said, no, it'll be fine. Can you share a little bit about how that call that day went? Um, we're sitting there at the restaurant and listening to the everything, listening to the um, summit or whatever, and how's everything's going. And, you know, they're going through the agenda docket, blah, blah, blah. We get to the drag show. And then, if I'm not mistaken, Regan said that they he was going to let other people on, I think, on GB or, like, the representatives of the chapters speak first, if I'm not mistaken, about their stances on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And before I spoke, I was like, okay, here we go. I was like, let the bashing begin. All these just different things started coming up about like, oh, the drag show makes a, is going to degrade our image as men being at this fraternity, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's going to sit here. It's going to make us think that we're a homosexual fraternity when we're not. And I'm just like, drag has nothing to do with your sort of sexual it, orientation. Ever. Nothing. I was like, if we really want to get down to the nitty gritty, I'm like, and so that's when I was just getting, obviously I was getting frustrated. And so I decided, I like typed up this statement that I wanted to say. And I was like, I'm talking about the simple fact of the matter is that with drag, drag culture, drag performance and drag as a performance art was coming into the higher spectacle and the higher lens of the modern day. There's plenty of opportunities, plenty of media, plenty of outlets for you to be able to educate yourself and to learn and to find out about drag culture, LGBT history, and how everybody kept talking about some, well, we asked you guys to educate us. I was like, but how is that my job? Like, but then someone tried to sit there and defend themselves. One of the other Neo tried to defend, like defend, counteract that debate by saying, well, if you say it's not your job to educate us, that's just like my, me saying it's not my job to educate myself either. What? What? You're in charge like, of yourself. I was like, sir, so are you trying to say that Regan, all of your, your, your educator and everybody else over there is in charge of you? Do, you? do you not have any personal agency for your own thoughts, actions, emotions, or feelings? Because no one said y'all feelings, emotions, or thoughts were invalid. They can be valid, but they're not fact. Your feelings are not fact. It was just so frustrating because I'm like, okay, so really, like, no matter what I said, because like I said, I just was trying to bring up the fact that like there's plenty of outlets and opportunities to educate yourself. I even like named off examples like RuPaul's Drag Race. I named off movies. I had named off different things and what people had talked about. Again, people talking about drag and noting drag as a performance. I guess according to them, that wasn't a good enough presentation I, or I didn't educate them enough or whatever. 
after that, that's when uh, Rock was brought on to the uh, call, if I'm not mistaken. I thought Rock went before you. True. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because I, I remember being super pissed. The thing that I said to try and like help educate or I guess do my best statement, because I'm like, I don't know what y'all, what y'all want me to teach you. Like I said, it's like it, w- it would be one thing if y'all were like, okay, I don't know much about it, or I know this, or this is my familiarity. Can you fill in the holes? There, if there would have been a conversation about this, it could have been like an actual learning com- conversation and communication, I guess, maybe to an extent. If this is the specific things you don't understand or these are the specific questions you have, let me answer them the best way from my experience. Because mm-hmm. obviously, if y'all are trying to figure out why this Neo all of a sudden wants to try and bring in a drag show or as a drag performance as a new medium for possibly philanthropy, possibly for getting our name out there, possibly for and like engaging with other organizations of the MGC or different, you know what I'm saying? I don't know about IFC. Hmm. Of the councils and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I, I was just thinking of, let's be on some Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay-Z shit. Like, let's take over the world. Like, let's outreach. Let's literally bring in so many people. Like, let's just do it. Let's do the damn thing. It seems like everybody wanted to throw roadblocks and stuff in front of that. Like, I don't understand. Like, it, and, and as if it was going to be this bad publicity when it's like, it wouldn't have been. So I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of missed areas for communication and stuff. So when like the whole thing came on with Rock saying something, like you said, I was fuming, pissed off because then Regan decides to then follow up his statement after Rock was like, well, we're 100% against you guys having a drag shop, blah, 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 blah. Regan then decides to like, as if, because he knew what he was doing. He was, like mm-hmm. I said, the warfare. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Because then he sat there and was like, well, y'all know, now that you know our founder has said something, it'd be, be beyond disrespectful to go against the words of a founder. Oh. Yeah, he literally was like, it would be disrespectful. Now that you've heard from our founders and how they feel about it, it would be quite blatantly disrespectful to go against that. He's yeah, like the, the creators shit. of this organization. He's like the creators of this organization. And I knew as soon as he planted that fuck toxic seed in their fucking brains everybody was gonna vote against it because they're gonna be like well i don't want to seem ungrateful for my letters and so i'm just gonna vote no that's kind of how that call went and i was just like okay can i go now like i don't have anything else to say y'all y'all are stupid like y'all pissing me off goodbye background like i go and uh i remember archangel in the group chat was like don't leave yet like i want to say something don't leave yet like because i feel like you need to like jump in and like help me out so knows that don't leave yet and i'm like nah because I'm going to get mad disrespectful. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I've been invalidated for the last two, three months of having this conversation, disrespected after, like, over multiple situations. Literally had put... Ooh, see, about to get disrespectful again. I had very... Um, you can say whatever you want. I, okay, yeah, I know. I just... I don't want to be, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just not trying to have nobody saying that. I'm slandering them using specific verbiage. So, mm-hmm. um, I was going to say, like, some. I had some very cowardly individuals who supposedly as soon as I added them on Facebook when I first was initiated into this organization, had since then unfriended me. I had a whole lot of stuff going on and I was just kind of like, I'm about to get disrespectful. Like I've, I was like, I'm not, I was like, I've been too nice. I've been too, you know, much of the weeping willow of peace, trying to sit by the river of water, trying to be just there for people. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've, it's too much. Nope, I'm not. I was like, cause the first time somebody said something else, especially when I heard that drag was compared to the KKK, I was literally <gasps> like, like smoke was coming out of my ears, steam was rising to the top of my head. I was like, and that thing that pisses me off too is I really wanted to know. I was like, this is how you know. They don't give a f-. I was like, this is how I know. Part quite frankly, I'm pretty sure a lot of these members of this organization don't give a fuck about anybody else new that gets put in unless they're a part of their direct chapter and it directly affects them. 
as I'm sitting here told, being told by other brothers and the other Neos, oh, you need to be reaching out and adding brothers from the other chapters and blah, 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 looking up on, on Facebook. And like, he's like, nobody's going to reach out to you as a Neo to come and like, da, 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 da. you need to be there and be like, hi, I'm the Neo. I'm this, blah, blah, blah. I'm from this chapter. I, you know, and like, I wanted to reach out and like establish a relationship. I was like, last time I checked, sent, aren't the big brothers supposed to do that? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure when I got into this, all of the brothers made sure that they introduced themselves to me. I was like, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm going to sit back and not introduce myself and be cordial. Obviously not. Yes, we are taught history. Yes, we are taught the names of these different people. I'm not about to sit here and pull up this master doc list and go through and be like, all right, Thomas so-and-so on Maple Street in San Francisco. Hi, my name is DJ. Like, I'm not about to do that. I'm not about <laughs> to sit here. Like, especially seeing as how we have a national page that's mostly has everybody in it. All it takes is one fucking post to be like, Boom, here's the new Zeta chapter Neos. Go add them. Go go send them messages of love. Go tell them congratulations right. on making it through the process. Because we all had to fucking go through it. It's like everybody wants to say and tell, tell me what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be acting, but no one else wants to talk put themselves in check. That's not fair. Especially, like I said, it was so degrading and frustrating to sit there and hear something that I take very personally, which is my own art and performance art, like drag, that is something that I use not only as like liberation, I guess, because like it's a way of liberation of just like, you know, that idea of like, you know, escape the moment, escape the, like not the real world, but escape, you know, what's bothering you. Like the show, like when you come into one of my shows, I'm here to make you laugh. I'm here to make you hoot and holler. I'm here to make you throw your dollars and have a good time. That's liberating for me because it's like, I get to be my full authentic self in front of this crowd, like crowd of people. And it's like, people like to, misconceived that when I put on my makeup and my wig, like that's my real self as if I'm transgender. No, that is where you mix that up. It's like the fact of the matter is, yeah, my drag performance is my art. It's my personal creation that I have conceptualized from beginning to end legitimately. For that to get compared to a literal systemic cult that was literally out for the destruction and the elimination of my own people I was flabbergasted. My heart fell to my ass. I literally was ready to fuck. Like, if I would have been in that room, trust and believe, everybody would have got to fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Ain't none of you motherfuckers cool, bitch, I'm gone. I was like, y'all mm -hmm. can have these fucking letters. Because for the fact of the matter is, it's like, if you want to sit here and basically compare, like, should I sit here and say that my ideology is because I like to perform, is considered, or anywhere near close or remotely in the same realm as neo-Nazis, and white men out here literally wanting to just kill people for no fucking reason, that's not only disrespectful and invalid to me, but that honestly speaks volumes of how fucked up your mentality has to be. When that was brought up, and I, I heard about that, and I brought it up to a few older brothers who called me trying to figure this shit out, and I said how it was compared to the KKK, they said, oh, no, it was, it was just, it was just one, this one Neo who said it. But on other conference calls before that, that's what would be brought up. It was the KKK. Oh, so then they could just have a rally. So it was. it's not just this Neo who this random young guy. This was a point of argument that was brought up. We had a, like a two-hour conference call back in, in June, I think. That was a comparison. So it's not just this young guy bringing it up. And it, it's disrespectful on 9,000 levels of fuckery. It's just insane. After we got to the drag show... They allowed Rock to talk first before us. And he was not for the drag show. He had said that when they had formed the fraternity, multicultural to him was not sexual orientation. And that's when I knew things were not going to go well with the vote. Mm -hmm. Rock had to go. So he only attended and then left. 
Effie was start started to talk and gave just like a short rundown of what drag is and why it's an art form and things like that. It wasn't a long explanation, but at that point, I was just happy that Effie was on the call. Then uh, they had the vote. I I was really just done with the meeting because it was a, it was an overwhelming no vote in the room. I was I told them straight up that if this fails, you're going to lose an entire chapter. And there's not a lot you can do to get it back because you're presenting yourselves as holier than thou. You're saying we accept you as a brother, but we're not accepting you as a person because the entirety of the chapter pretty much was in support of the drag show here. And you guys say, no, you can't do it or it has to be restricted to a multicultural night. And with how we did, how we do our multicultural nights here, every event is a multicultural night. Like that's how we viewed multicultural night. We would do a different activity and that would be the multicultural part of the, of the event. I basically told the GB and the attending members of the, the summit that do you really want to alienate an entire chapter? A chapter that had have not gotten in trouble. We have trophies from our troll competitions, yeah. troll competitions, and we got no support when we were active in doing that and stuff. And we've been doing things for a long time. I was just mad that it didn't seem like it cared. Yeah. Do you remember some of the arguments? GB and California brothers were bringing up as to why they didn't like the idea. They associated drag with the KKK. Yeah. Someone did. I don't remember exactly what brother it was. Yeah. They said something. And like, I was, if, if we're allowed to do drag, what's stopping brothers from wanting doing, to do a KKK yeah. rally or something like that? Yeah. And I was severely pissed off at that one. Shocker, I'm white. And the He's KKK... White, everybody. I'm white. I'm not gay. Straight and white male, yeah. I'm not for that. The KKK is a terrorist group within the United States. You comparing drag to a terrorist group is not the same thing. It's not... You can't do that. They're not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you that dumb? Oh <laughs> how are you that dumb like if you think that having a kkk rally is the same as having multiple different a diverse group of people doing dance or singing or whatever during a drag show is the same as a hate group rally you're severely missed. Like you're, you're, you're astronomically <laughs> severely mistaken. Like I just yeah. don't. I didn't get that. 
some of the other brothers were like, okay, yeah, that's a little far-fetched, far, too far. They were concerned about, like, masculinity and why are you concerned about this? Like, we don't, why are you afraid of someone who's not even in your state, anywhere near you that you don't know personally or anything doing something that is 600 plus miles away from you and how it's going to make you look. If you have that much of a fragile masculinity complex, you need to go see somebody. That's, that's your problem. Yeah, that's your problem. Like, because everyone here in Arizona was okay with it. Mm -hmm. And shocker, we're all men. <laughs> like, none of us were like, oh, man, I wonder how this is going to make me look if one of my fraternity brothers does a drag show. Yes. The last summit in November. I'm waiting for you to bring that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rock, who is a creator, I don't even know why he was there initially. And that was kind of a big issue with me. I was thinking... Why are all these brothers who haven't been around in the 10 years I've been a brother all right. of a sudden chirping up? No, I just remember it being a thing where it's like, okay, well, because at that point, that was when they wanted, wasn't that when they wanted the Neos to go down and educate them? They had Rock speak, again, who's one of the guys who started the fraternity. If this happens, Rock was going to start a petition to have us removed as an official uh, chapter, which I thought was really unfair to have Rock speak before. Well, first of all, have him speak on any business we're doing. If he wants to come in and do like an inspirational, I'm really proud of everybody, blah, 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 shit, fine. But if if he's speaking on stuff we're doing as events, I I think he's just so out of touch and doesn't know what the hell's going on. Why is he speaking on what these 20-year-olds are doing and then to have him go right before these neos i i think gb knew what they were doing yeah. in scheduling it like that why even bother with it and yeah that was that was another idea that they kept bringing up was that uh well the, the fraternity wasn't founded on this like this is not why it was founded for sexual orientation to be included mm -hmm. and that was the meeting that they were they voted and they were like we recognize that being lgbtq is a choice mm -hmm. Salvador, basically, if this drag show gets approved, he would petition to have us gone from the fraternity. I would, that disgusted me because I was just like, why am I a part of this organization? Why do I support? I literally wanted to pour bleach down my mouth. And the reason why is because of thinking of the stuff I did and said, you, so obviously you didn't pave the way for me. So how am I supposed to respect you? Just like, see, so it goes back again to how... We like to be like, um, it's always me, 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 but we don't want to accept everybody else. I, it was really shocking because it was just like, I get that you were old school. I was like, but what really confuses and makes it just 10 times worse is that if you feel that way, then why am I here? You don't have the same belief as me. You didn't mm -hmm. pave the way for me then. You're against my kind. It makes no sense. And it's like, what, then what's the point? Yeah, it's baffling when one of the guys who created this says that. You just destroyed 
how many brothers who believe in this. And it's, I, I thought you believed the same thing. Yeah. And I talked to another brother, an older brother who I don't know if it was Salvador Robles, but another creator mm-hmm. who said at a formal that when they started, they initially just had in mind that Latino brothers, L- Latino people would join. And so this brother who's black confronted him and said, so then what do you think about me being in this fraternity then? Which is hypocritical because you know who I'm talking talking about wink uh he is now this new black brother is now doing the same shit that this guy did you hypocrite exactly i'm like so now it's just it's all what's it on on you because i support you because i agree that is a question that you should ask but it but that's a question i would i would ask too i ask both questions because i care about both people i don't do drag but I understand the culture, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm not going to discriminate against it because I know how to be discriminated against. I'm black. I'm gay. Those right. are two things. That's a that double whammy of, exactly. of discrimination. Oh, creator said this. So I need to know, bitch. Now I'm questioning why I'm here. And, it, and it's different too with, you know, when you initially start something with an idea and then, 30 years later, it changes into something else. And you go, oh, well, that's, oh, cool. That wasn't originally the idea, but I'm, that, that goes with the center of it, of multicultural. But since you graduated from college, I would hope that you would be a little bit smarter than what you were back then. Because t- typically what happens is you gain more knowledge and understanding of something. Back Should. in those days, being a minority wasn't the best thing. That was the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Now there's other multicultural issues that are coming up. And if you can't see that and you can't grow with that, then maybe you aren't as smart as you thought you were. And maybe yeah. what you created doesn't exist anymore because that's the same thing with the black and African um, fraternities and sororities. Now they're going out for everybody, you know, because their values and um, stuff was kind of geared towards, you know, the big struggles of black men and black females. And now that there's so much multicultural stuff, now they're accepting other races. And I'm like, it's probably because not everyone fits with that theme anymore. That theme has grown. Same with this multicultural. It's evolved. I mean, imagine, you know, Thomas Jefferson seeing what the country has become. He would shit himself. Oh but right. you know, with what they believed, where's the slaves? I feel, <laughs> I feel like he'd be like, okay, I guess this was a natural progression of what was going to happen. Okay, fine. I don't think Salvador and the others could have seen this coming, but no. checking back in, you'd be like, okay, well, this makes sense how it ended up. Like this makes sense that we should allow it, but the fact that he decided we're not going to allow it, and I'm going to petition. My to parents have- are older than his. Um- sad ass and they were confused because they were like my, my parents are in their fucking 60s so they knew when it came to homosexuality how that shit was and all that stuff and mm-hmm. and if they grew and understood it and his not old ass could, can't understand it then mm-hmm. it shows a level of intelligence and stupidity on somebody and yeah. ignorance because that makes no sense my parents who has been has they my mom grew up in an era where you, as a black person, you could not, like I said, you had to go in the back. 
or you can mm-hmm. only drink from certain water fountains. So I'm like, so for you who hasn't been back there to have that mentality, you are just sad and pathetic because yeah. they've, they understand it. They were so confused when I, when I told them, I was like, so we can't have a drag show. And I was like, what? But you're multicultural. And I was like, never mind. Now we can have a drag show, but the brother can't perform in drag. And they were dumbfounded. And I was like, how is my old parents understanding this? They grown from their biased ways. And it's, it's crazy too with, with Regan. I'm kind of going back a little on the conference call when he's saying, you know, businesses have to appease a board of executives, whatever. Blah, so they have to look out for the image. And I said, the betas. That's what they're on, doing now. The betas put on drag shows. The Odify put on drag shows. The, oh, right. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I've never seen them. So I don't know about yeah. those. And his reply was, well, I, I don't know about them, so I'm not going to comment on them. But you're making like, a they're broad... they're big organizations, you dumbass. Bigger than don't, us. I was like, so don't, don't play stupid. Even you if, sound like a non-Greek Thomasum. I can't read letters. Even if somehow you didn't know, then don't compare like us to a business. If you're not comparing us directly to our counterparts, which is the betas, he's a, he's a businessman. Because that, that goes business. back to that whole thing about how now everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'm for the Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, I'm against transphobia, homophobia. Yeah, I support all this. Yeah, it's because everybody's doing it. So as a business person, you, you would look stupid. For not. If you, exactly. I'm like, you're just sad and pathetic. Instead of being a good, decent human being, you, you prefer to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. This ain't a damn business. This is a brotherhood. These are people's identities and lives. This isn't a, a two for one coupon sale. Like right. these are people's cultures. That was great whenever Regan would say, Hey, I talked to Trip and Trip said, and I go, that is like how when white people go, I have a black friend. His oh name is Jamal. God. And he said, I can say the N word. No, fool. Just because you talk to Trip, and I also talk to Trip. Or when they put shit in people's mouth. And Trip said that is not how the conversation went. I've talked to gay brothers, and they don't feel the same way. They don't speak for the whole gay community. Right. What are you doing? Are you speaking for the whole black community? Or whatever you are? Is that what uh, what you do too? Like, no one can speak for the whole community. Right? I must speak for all the blacks. All right, here we are. Here's a representative Here for the blacks. Name is Jeremiah Thompson. I'm going to speak for all the blacks. Yeah. DJ kept saying this was that no one from governing board ever contacted him. The one that does the drag. one I got the phone calls. One. I think you got phone calls. Josh got phone calls. The one that does the one like, person that does drag. See, I talk about communication. They know who it is, but they get, you don't go and contact them. 